Welcome back to the Modeling and Wellbeing Podcast, where you can learn the ins and outs of modeling and also gain tips to better care for your holistic well-being. This is a girl, Larissa, and this space is designed for us to learn, grow, and empower one another. So, Lego. So let me just start here first. (laughs) First of all, I just want to acknowledge that we are on episode seven, y'all. Like we are basically halfway or a little over halfway to being done with season two. Like this is so lit and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all of you, for listening, to learn, to grow, for cheering me on, for making me feel inspired by helping all of you, which is why I'm here. Again, like I said at the beginning of that wonderful intro (laughs) that you hear all the time, the space is for us to learn, grow, and empower one another. So I'm just going to take a moment of silence to just celebrate inside and verbally with all of you that are listening, and we're just going to continue to spread the love and get litty in this thing. Moment of silence here, and it's over. All right. Speaking of Liddy, a couple things. First, I want to acknowledge Women's History Month because I have not done that yet. March is Women's History Month, and I want to shout out all the beautiful women doing their thing, loving themselves, making mistakes, all of our moms, all of our grandparents, our grandmas, all of the leaders that are and have made a difference for us women to have rights that we wouldn't have had if it weren't for their sacrifice and their advocacy for us to have a place in this world. So I want to take a moment to also acknowledge that first Liddy thing. The second Liddy thing is next week, I'm going to visit my family. (laughs) This is a personal thing, but it's been almost like two and a half months. So the last time that I saw my family was back in the wintertime in December for Christmas break, and I was there for like a month. I'm going to be so excited to see my little sister. She's turning 14. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm just crying. I cannot believe that she's about to be a high schooler. I feel like high school is low-key kind of triggering, <laughs> but it also brings up back so many positive memories. And do you ever like think about how much you've grown since high school times and just how many of our friends around us from high school have babies and are engaged or married as we continue to get older? It's really crazy, but you know, we've always been around each other and seeing each other grow up in different ways is kind of interesting and fun at the same time and a blessing, of course. Speaking of being married, engaged and dating and being single, This is why I want to take some time to talk about why it's lit to also date yourself, or as I like to say, date yourself. (laughs) The reason why I wanted to share my perspective on this is because treating yourself out to a dinner, a movie, getting a facial or a massage, it's very crucial to your health and well-being. Dating yourself will always make sure that you are always prioritizing the things that will make you happy. And it gives you a chance to learn about yourself deeper and love yourself deeper. So many times when we get, especially in relationships, 
I think a lot, especially for women, we tend to attach a lot of our likes and identity and hobbies, maybe businesses with our partners. There's nothing wrong with that. I have been there. But sometimes when things happen, like breakups or you end up having a weekend alone without the kids and hubby or wifey, it might feel foreign. It's uncomfortable. You feel awkward because you just don't know what it feels like to be alone. Because most of our time in society tells us, hey, you, you need to have a party. You need to do this and this and this. And once we have it, it's beautiful and we get really attached to it. I was speaking to my sister a few months ago and we were just having a conversation just about mothers specifically and why moms need a break. I was just saying like, oh yeah, you know, I feel like moms do need girls night outs and they do need a little breather from the children. And of course they love their children to death, but like they literally for their mental health need breaks. And the same thing goes with fathers, of course. The point is, how do you continue to live your life without losing the things that are are important to you? At the end of the day, I personally believe that in order for you to show up as your best self for you and your loved ones, having the energy to serve others, you have to prioritize spending time with yourself, dating yourself, pouring into your own personal self-love or cup. This is regardless of what type of relationship status, again, you're in. I mean, I don't care what that relationship status looks like for you. And obviously we can't expect our partners or the people that we love or that we are intimate with to make us happy, right? That's not their job, that's that's ours. It is our job to do things that will make us experience personal joy and fulfillment in life. I've shared this personal story of mine a lot, um, but I feel like it it's worth mentioning again here and really shaped me of, of who I am today. If you've never heard of it, I'm going to say it again anyway. But when I separated from my breakup a couple years ago, everything felt so foreign to me. I was so young and I'm saying a couple years ago, like I was like, <laughs> I said, y'all, I said I was young, like I'm like 40 years old. But shoot, when you're in your early 20s and you're dating very seriously for years and years, that is pretty young. You sometimes don't always have the guidance or know what you're doing, right? Anyways, I was just not comfortable being alone. And I remember I forced myself to go on a solo trip to Miami to really start to get to know who I am and start to feel comfortable in my own skin. I always remember that feeling that I had at the airport for the first time alone. That was the first time I've traveled alone probably in, what, eight years uh, in a plane, and and I never used to travel a lot on the plane. But I felt so much anxiety. I felt like I was just this beaming light that everyone was staring at. Like, people are just magically paying attention to me. (laughs) And I felt alone. It was not a good feeling, and one of the promises that I made to myself was that I'm going to do whatever it takes to accept and love myself regardless of who may or may not be in the picture, including my family. But besides all the deep stuff, y'all, we get in so deep. (laughs) 
Yo, dating yourself is so fun. You don't have to wait until something dramatic happens, like what I went through, or traumatic to get to this place of feeling comfortable in your own company and skin. There is a difference between being alone and having solitude, and, and I, had to le- I had to learn this as well. Most people automatically think that when a person is single or when they're by themselves at dinner or something that they're alone and they should be felt bad about. No, don't get it twisted. <laughs> you can experience solitude regardless of your relationship status because that's just another word that means you enjoy your own company. When you begin dating yourself, You just never know what kind of experience you're actually going to have and what kinds of people you will run into. You stretch out of your comfort zone. You learn about the things you do or do not like. You will be surprised. Even better, you can communicate and share your solo experiences with your partner, your family, or children so that they can know you deeper too. Like, that's the beauty. We're able to to bond have stronger bonds with the people around us when we do make time for ourselves. Whew. All right. We're, we're still going here. Do you know how much more personal growth you will experience too? Do you know how strong your boundaries are going to look like once you start to make time for yourself? Do you know how much sexier your confidence is going to look on you? How much you will feel self-sufficient. And this is not about being Miss or Mr. Independent. I got all my bag, da, 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 da. No. It's about empowering you to know that you will go and get whatever you want regardless. Again, not placing the responsibilities of our own happiness onto other people. This all translates into your goals and dreams too. When you get comfortable in your own skin, and you're gaining the confidence, you are going to gain so much confidence in your own personal abilities, your faith, and confidence in pursuing your biggest goals and dreams. This is gonna sound so funny, but (laughs) you're gonna get bigger balls (laughs) to chase and design the best version of yourself. And you're going to be even more excited to share that with your loved ones again, too. How can you date yourself? What does this look like? I'm going to be basic here because it's simple. I try to simplify things. Think about anything that anything that you want to do in life, anything that you want to get spoiled on. If you have a fantasy of like, oh, my gosh, I just wish someone would send me a dozen of roses. <laughs> If you're curious about some sort of adventure trip, if you've written down your bucket list, do all that. (laughs) It's simple. Anytime you have any inclination of, man, I wish I could do that. I wish someone did this for me. That is a sign that you should go out and get it for yourself. It's the perfect opportunity to go ahead and do it. Dating yourself looks as small as I want to go to a restaurant or as big as, hey, I want to travel to freaking Arizona to go see Riri perform at the Super Bowl. LOL. (laughs) I guess at this point, we could just say dating yourself is like self-care, kind of. Literally almost the same thing, but for some reason, the term dating feels like 
you it like it's not optional it feels like you have to schedule a date and a time to show up for yourself you have to pack a bag you have to maybe have the right outfit on all of that whereas self-care sometimes can feel a little bit more informal and optional there's a lot more flexibility within self-care because the parameters of self-care looks like super wide for people but whenever you've scheduled a date with somebody right i mean if you really like them if you like yourself you are going to be more serious about it it's going to feel more formal you put more attention to it this is why i like to talk in terms of dating yourself versus self-care because dating yourself means that you're putting yourself as a priority puts more emphasis on why you should spend time with yourself just as if you were dating your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your hubby. This means for the ladies, do not be afraid to randomly put on some makeup or pay for makeup and take yourself out to dinner. I've literally done that before. <laughs> Fellas, go ahead and wear your Gucci, get you know, a little nice fresh haircut, crispy, and take yourself out to lunch or something. Get a whole babysitter and everything or Coordinate with your partner if this is a value and a priority of yours. If you really want to do this, I am sure you and your partner can work something out together. If they're supportive and if they're not really into it, they still love you. They're, you know, they're still going to let you do it, I hope, right? And eventually, maybe they will jump on the bedwagon and start to date themselves too. Or maybe y'all will prioritize also on top of solo dating dating more as a couple what are some ways you can spend time with yourself i really want you to think think about this for yourself now i also found this article of six really fun and easy ideas that you could consider and i, I want to throw these out just to make sure that you have different ideas of what it means to to take yourself out on a solo date and so that you can have some more awareness of of all this especially if it's kind of hard for you to think of what dating yourself looks like or if it's new or uncomfortable again these things are definitely true to you so just stay true to you figure out the things that you enjoy and start there you can even start with free events and then work your way to more expensive things like trips if that's something you would like to go for. But these are six solo date ideas that I pulled from this article. You could visit a museum. Number two, take a yoga or fitness class. Sometimes they have those little free class passes too, which is nice. I always do that for like certain things like cycling. It's super fun. This was really cute that I saw as well having your own mini photo shoot. My best friend, she does that all the time. Take a cooking class, maybe a ceramic class or an art class. They have the little wine and art events that are happening too. Number five, get dinner and see a movie. I was always fascinated when I was younger, seeing older people than me at the movies by themselves. Obviously I was a little bit more immature back then, but I always kind of was like, why are they at the movies by themselves? Like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> but now I get it. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's actually kind of dope that they're brave enough to go to the movies by themselves. And 
I mean, we're watching the movie, so no one's really talking anyway at the movie, right? Be a tourist in your own town. Sometimes when we grow up somewhere, we ignore a lot of the beautiful attractions and history that comes with our state or city or county because we're just immune to the area. But you'll be so surprised at some of the things that you learn about where you're living, even if you've been there for decades. Number seven, I would, oh, this is this is me being extra. I add two more. So my list of six actually turned into seven, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, eight, not seven. But number seven, I wrote down um, nature walks, anything with wellness or bike riding or rock climbing or hiking. It's really therapeutic as well. Also goes into more of the self-care if you really enjoy working out. And lastly, maybe there's a fun event that's happening in your town that you can go to alone. Maybe it's going to a bar and sipping on wine and watching TV. Now notice that I didn't say a lot of things that you could do inside your home. I think that kind of defeats the purpose of dating yourself, but not gonna lie, there are definitely valid and great ways to date yourself in your home. For example, if you were to make yourself a fancy dinner with some wine, maybe you're playing a game or watching your favorite Netflix show, that, that definitely counts. But I want you to challenge yourself and really get out of your comfort zone and stretch yourself to make sure that you are living a life where you're always learning about yourself. And sometimes when we're in our homes, especially since COVID-19 days, up until this point, there's not a lot of people or interactions that we can tap into in our homes <laughs> because we're around the same things. Maybe we live alone, so there obviously is no one around, or maybe there's just our family around. We definitely want to be away from family and friends and if we're dating ourselves in our house, I mean, that it doesn't really count because we're just at home with the same people. So what are, your, some, what are some of your favorite ways that you like to date yourself? Did any of this resonate with you? I personally love to just challenge myself to try new things. Again, I've been to a dinner. I went to Miami alone. I went to New York once for modeling, but you know, even in New York, I forced myself to go to dinner and watched a boxing match that was super fun. And not gonna lie, that night I was feeling so terribly lonely, right? I wasn't alone because there was people around me, but I just felt a little lonely. And so I made myself go out on a date and I had fun. It was kind of awkward for a moment, but, and the chicken was so good, y'all. <laughs> All right, I'm getting off track. There's so much more that you can do, and I'm so excited for you just to see and hear and learn about the ways that you are going to challenge yourself in 2023, right? Look, I'm going to write down a goal, at least one solo date in 2023, and if you're brave, I'm going to do at least three, okay? Don't be afraid to reach out to me as well to just see how you are continuing to date yourself outside of being in your home. And I look forward to just, again, connecting with you more on this. And this was such a fun episode to record here. At the end of each episode, we do recite affirmation, affirmations together. Affirmations are designed to help you become aware of your personal strengths and values when you are able to note your strengths. It can be a game changer for improving your self-awareness and building confidence. Repeat after me. I am comfortable with my own company. 
I am growing every day. I love who I am. Yes. Thank you all for listening to this kind of random yet impactful episode. Let's stay connected. Follow me on Instagram or TikTok as at Rissa Snugs, R-I-S-A-S-N-U-G-G-S. I'm also on YouTube. Links are in the bio section of this episode. Other than that, I hope that you gain some little nuggets that will bless your journey. I am sending peace and love your way today. Thank you so much for listening, for having a open mind, a heart, and ears to learn and grow for you. Thank you all. XOXO, and see you next time. Bye.